Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Alrighty, so in the last hour, we've been talking about uh, the brand of Joe Biden. And this has, uh, there's been this confluence, there's been an alignment, if you will, of the the talking points from Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, along with the um, the uh, testimony from people that were close to the Bidens and their influence peddling operation, because that's what it is. It's what it was, obviously so. To the point, it's so obvious, and there is no other explanation for this stuff, that we, uh, we are witnessing the left just kind of, you know, gibbering on. Is that right? Gibberish? Gibbering? Jibber-jabbering? Blubbering. I like that better. Let's go with, they're just blubbering on about how Joe Biden loves his son Hunter. Of course, he would take his phone calls. And first, remember, it was he didn't talk with his son about any of his business dealings. And then it became, oh, he wasn't in business with his son. But then he's he's appearing at dinners with his son and his business associates. He's making phone calls. He's taking phone calls. He's chatting about the weather and ice cream flavors and such. I mean, niceties, I think, is what uh, Congressman Dan Goldman from New York said. Oh, they were just niceties, much like the mafia uh, does niceties with you, right? When they say uh, it'd be a shame if something happened to your kneecaps if you don't pay, right? Like that's the kind of deal that we're talking about. Or here we go. John says, uh, Pete, how many nice, how, sorry, how many million niceties do you think they exchanged? That's a good question, John. Right. What's the value of the niceties? The whole point of making the phone call is not to incriminate yourself, you buffoons. Democrats who are like, oh, you know, they never talked about anything specific. No, that's the whole point of the go between, you idiots. Hunter Biden is the guy who makes the connection and he shows much like proof of life in a kidnapping scenario, he shows he can dial up dad and get him immediately. And dad doesn't have to say anything. That's the point. That's the point. Like, oh, you know, Barack Obama never specifically instructed the low-level staffers at the Cleveland IRS office to go target the Tea Party. They don't need the directive. They don't need the explicit direction to say, go target these people. They just listen to his speeches, and he communicates it. Remember, Obama went at the State of the Union speech, and he derided the Supreme Court. Remember, everybody focused on Sam Alito, and who shook his head. No, that's not true, remember? And you could read his lips. He was like, no. And then, of course, the scandal became, right, the Republican reaction to the actual scandal, which was Barack Obama directing people to target these groups. Because they were extremists. My God, they wear Lipton tea bags on hats in an unironic way. So obviously we needed to, you know, audit them. Duh. I mean, it's a threat to the democracy. 
Jan says, uh, Pete, I can actually see it being true that Joe Biden was interested in the weather. I mean, he is old enough and far enough down the road to dementia to be yelling at all of the clouds. That is true. I hadn't even considered that, Jan. This is a very good point. It's a very good point. If you spend all your time, you know, yelling at the clouds, you would want to know, like, are they going to be around today? That makes total sense. Because otherwise, you're yelling at the sky, the blue sky, and that's just silly. So, yeah, you got to wait for the clouds because they look like things. Stan says, Pete, I wonder if all this starts to really go south for Joe. If it comes down to it, will he attempt to throw his son under the bus? Sorry, son, but you should have known that when you went into business with us, you might be called on to take one for the team. That's a good question. Or does Joe take one for the team in order to save his son? Like, I'm still waiting. Remember, like, before I went away on vacation, we were going over the collapse of the Hunter Biden plea deal. And that thing just stinks. The whole thing stinks. We still don't have resolution on that, right? That's the thing. Like, the wheels of justice grind slowly. At least, well, at least if you are like a powerful person. And then they usually don't even grind it all for you. But if you. But if for some reason you're so, you know, just out in the open with your corruption or illegalities, then, you know, yeah, they 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 come after you. But it takes a while because you got attorneys. By the way, like, what's the deal with that attorney of his that that paid his that has been paying his fees and paying his uh, his fines or whatever? That That's kind of weird, right? That the lawyer is paying for it while ripping bong tokes off the balcony. It's odd. The whole thing's... Anyway, uh, President Joe Biden's brand. This is NBC News today. And this is, the, this is the alignment of the talking points with the actual testimony, which I find to be comical. That for the last, I don't know, two months or so, it seems, the left has been circulating this idea about the brand, the brand of Joe Biden, and it's that he's a family man. And you and I both know that's crap. Right. It, it, it's just it's garbage. This is just a cultivated image. But in actuality, right, the guy's a yeller. And we saw a story about that a couple of weeks back, literally called Old Yeller, where you got staffers who are afraid to be in the room alone with the guy because he screams at them. And then it got twisted and they, they tried to spin this as, oh, it's a term of endearment or not a term. It's a it's a it's an abuse of endearment. Right. It's well, he only yells at you because he loves you. It's See, he just beats you so badly because he loves so deeply, don't you see? So they're like, oh, it's a rite of passage to get screamed at by the big guy. That's his brand. But now you've got Devin Archer in testimony talking about the brand of Biden. And now it's got a different meaning. And that's what's so rich about this. And so... NBC News, and I'm not sure if NBC News is aware of this because they really didn't bother to cover much of Devin Archer. So I'm not sure if they're aware of this alignment, right? Like much like a lot of things they're not aware of, like the pouncing and the seizing that we all mock the media for doing, right? The media is always uh, framing the Republicans as pouncing and seizing on Democrat scandals, not the scandal, you know, that, that that's a newsworthy thing to be covering. That's why I call it journalism rule number two, right? They focus on the Republican reaction to the scandal when it's a Democrat. 
and they use the terms pounce and seize. And they use these, these two words so often that we mock them for it. And they apparently don't realize that we're mocking them. I don't know why. I don't know how, except they live in a bubble. That's the only explanation I can conjure. President Joe Biden's brand as a family-oriented public servant has been a signature political asset for that for more than 50 years has helped him win the argument that when judged against the alternative rather than the almighty, he stacks up pretty well. This is NBC News's Jonathan Allen and Natasha Karecki in a, let me see here, one, two, three, four-page hagiography of Joe Biden. See, he's just a family guy. He's a family-oriented public servant. And you should judge him against the alternative, not the almighty. He makes mistakes, sure. I mean, he didn't cure cancer like he promised he would. But who among us has, really? He's never lost. He's going to put you back in chains. Don't judge me against the almighty, just against the alternative. He's never lost to a general election opponent in a political career that's taken him from Delaware's Newcastle County Council to the Oval Office. But the burnish on Biden's brand is being tested like never before, ahead of a close 2024 election. Some of the president's Democratic allies are worried about potential fallout from a confluence of family drama. That's what they describe it. The corruption, the influence peddling at an international global scale is chalked up to family drama. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's check out some of the massages in the mail bag here. And uh, this is from Chris. Uh, Subject line, at Bryben's age. Uh, I imagine that Joe Bryben might have been asking whether the restaurant Hunter and Company were at had an early bird buffet or not. That's okay. That's all right. That's a cheap shot, but we take them. Um, Chris says, Pete. Talking about the weather is the code that they use to discuss the business dealings. Hmm. Now, that's interesting. I had not considered that. See, this is my own limitation. See, know thyself, right? I, ha- I have self-awareness, and I am not a criminal. And so because I'm not a criminal, I recognize I have certain blind spots to how criminals behave, right? Especially the white-collar criminals, because... Like, my understanding was you always wore, like, a black turtleneck and a black sock hat with a mask, a robber mask, over your eyes. That was how you dressed as a criminal. So the white-collar stuff, I really don't have a lot of insight into. That makes sense, though. Just like you use the term the big guy to refer to, like, the guy with the biggest name and the most cachet, like Joe Biden, in your operation. You call him the big guy. I mean, it's not actually a very good name for him, but why wouldn't you just come up with a better code name? That's weird. But whatever, this is the one thing I do know from having sat through a lot of criminal trials and followed criminal trials and cases is that a lot of criminals are stupid. I have learned that they're not very smart and they think they're not going to get caught for some reason. And a lot of them don't like to be fair. A lot of them don't get caught. And if they do get caught, you know, they never get prosecuted. Basically, everybody in like the blue cities. So it's really not that, I guess, beyond the realm of possibility that they felt like they didn't need to have a better code name. And they did feel like, hey. Uh, we're running all of these uh, all these bribes for the bribe and family. We're running them all through 
uh, as uh, Ed Morrissey at HotAir.com has called it, an archipelago of LLCs, which is a great term. There's right? dozens of them, and nobody would ever be able to figure it out. This is what all of the actors thought in this RICO. I mean, that's what it is, right? They all believed that, that they just moved all the money around to the point where nobody would be able to track it down. But for a certain crackhead that left the laptop at a store whose owner then handed it off to the feds. And when they didn't do anything with it because, you know, protect Joe Biden, uh, then he handed it off to media and Rudy Giuliani, apparently. They didn't figure that into their plan. Because, again, criminals are stupid. Well, in this case, only one of them was. All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organized the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, because being prepared is just smart. The Heritage Life Skills event brings education and vendors from all over to help people do just that, I was honored to be able to be a small part of it. And whether you're an experienced prepper, have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? This is from Mark. Pete, the old yeller uh, stories about Joe Biden screaming at his staff uh, sounds like battered wife syndrome. Keep up the good work. P.S. Biden as a family guy? Yes, either the Manson family or he's a character from the family guy. Oh, I could. Oh, see, and I forgot to plug. I was watching. So, all right. I was during the break. I was. Oh, and I forgot to Google. Darn it. Where's the note I wrote? I was supposed to look something up and I didn't look it up. And now I feel like I have let everybody down because I wrote a note and I don't. Do you remember what I was supposed to go? Here it is. Note to self. Bobolinsky. All right. I'll look up Bobolinsky next up. I'm writing it over here now. So now this is in two spots. So now I'm totally going to forget it. Um, all right. So uh, during the break, today is Dustin Hoffman's birthday. And I didn't know that. He's 86 years old. So happy birthday, Dustin Hoffman. And then I saw a clip where they, in, in was it Midnight Cowboy, where he's walking across the street in a taxi cab almost runs him over and he bangs on the hood. He's like, Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Right. That, that famous line that was ad-libbed. Apparently a taxi literally did run the light and almost ran him over along with whoever else was in that movie with him. I'm sorry. I don't know the movie cast, but, uh, that was all ad-libbed. One of the greatest ad-libs in cinematic history. Um, so that's why I unplugged the laptop that I play all my sound bites out of because I didn't want that going out over the air. So here is the requisite rim shot for, um, for Mark's joke or not. Well, what now it's not even playing. What's going on now? Oh, oh my gosh. I, mean, I feel like I'm in an SNL skit. Okay. Moving on. Lance says, Pete, maybe that lawyer who's paying Hunter Biden's bills is doing it with the money that Hunter parks with him. That's possible. And maybe the same for uh, for the weed while he was ripping the bong tokes. That's possible, too. The BTs. Did you know that that was? Okay, never mind. The best visual. So this is uh, the lottery odds from John. The best visual explanation on the odds of winning the lottery. 
randomly marked a penny with an X and then lined the pennies up on a highway going from the coast of North Carolina all the way to Nashville, Tennessee. Then get in your car, drive along the highway, and stop and pick up one penny. And the odds of you picking up the penny with the X on it is the same as winning the lottery. All right. So you're saying there's a chance. Okay. Jonathan Allen and Natasha Karecki doing the uh, water hauling for the Bidens here at NBC News. Headline, Joe Biden's brand is being tested like never before. Right, because, again, the story is the Republican reaction. And by the way, this is not this journalisming rule number two. That's just what I call it. It actually goes to, uh, I think it's Jim Treacher. That was his sort of shorthand that uh, it was a little bit let me see here um yeah treacher yeah here it is because it was referenced in this piece that just published over at hotair.com by ed morrissey i'm not saying he listens to my show but i mean he is posting about like the topic i'm talking about right now so coincidence probably but maybe not anyway jim treacher once wrote about mainstream media coverage when republicans screw up republicans are the story when democrats screw up republicans are the story Right, so I, I I made it my own. Like I, I don't know. Like that's so I. This is my observation that I've uh, that I've put out there on journalism, and I created a whole list of the journalisming rules. Right, like when you, when you want to inject your opinion, but you don't have anybody to quote saying what you want to say, you just say some say. And that's how you do that. Some say blah 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 blah. Well, you wanted to say that, so you just say some say this thing, and you are the some. In the some say. Okay. Questions about influence peddling by the Biden family go back for years, long predating the 2020 election. Joe Biden himself referred to it before he got into the race. He said that he hesitated to run for president because, quote, I'm corrupt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. He said because he was afraid Republicans would attack his family. What do you think that meant? The issue had become particularly acute during Donald Trump's first impeachment. Why? Because Trump, according to Ed Morrissey, quote, prompted by his foolish attempt to personally collect evidence of Biden corruption from Volodymyr Zelensky on the, quote, perfect phone call. Rather than look into the issue at the time, American media outlets instead instead shifted all the focus to Trump. So that's just that's an. It's what we've got going on here in this NBC News article. One Democrat strategist, I love this one, anonymously sourced, of course, said, quote, there's a reason why Joe Biden's numbers are the way they are. He's talking about Biden's low approval rating. Like other Democrats, this strategist requested anonymity to avoid retribution from fellow partisans. Which I think we can all agree Democrats will try to exact revenge on anybody that strays from the party line. So that's not that far-fetched, right? Quote, it's not just the economy. It's not because people are just concerned about inflation. It's not just because people are concerned about his age. His brand has been damaged by him and those around him. Huh. Now, wait a minute. The whole premise of the NBC story here is that the Republicans are pouncing, dare I say, seizing on all of this evidence of corruption. But now we have a Democrat strategist 
who has to say this under the cloak of anonymity because they're terrified of being, uh, uh, you know, ostracized and cut out of any, I guess, future contracts for consulting or strategery work or whatever. And this person says Biden's brand has been damaged by him and those around him. Nodding to the fear Democrats have of being blamed for weakening their own candidate or incurring his wrath, the strategist emphatically declined to put his name to his remarks, saying, quote, on the record, bleep, no, are you crazy? End quote. Republicans plan to spend the next 15 months trying to diminish Biden's powerful political asset as much as possible. Pouncing as they do. In the 2024, by the way, uh, Biden's powerful political asset in 2020 was Obama. And it was not Trump. That was the asset. Whatever you think that that is Joe Biden's, right? Joe Biden got the, you know, the, the reflected glory, as Homer Simpson would call it, of the, you know, Barack Obama halo, right? That halo effect transferred to Joe Biden. And then he got the solid assist from Jim Clyburn that helped him carry South Carolina in the primary. And the rest is history. But he was also not Donald Trump. This idea that, oh, he's such a family man and like this is some sort of like this is this has always been wish casting. This has always been something that the media has been trying to make us believe about Joe Biden in the 2024 election. Biden's going to have to rely on voters to look past any discomfort with the Knicks in his narrative. (laughs) That's one way to say it, I guess. When they compare him to the alternative, which current polling shows is likely to be Trump, who has been indicted three times and impeached twice. Though Biden and Trump are effectively tied in recent national polling, Democrats say they are confident Biden's record, both in terms of policies and character, stands up much better to scrutiny than Trump's. Quote, Republicans have spent four years and millions of dollars spreading lies about President Biden and his family because it's easier than talking about their deeply unpopular and extreme agenda, said Amar Musa, a spokesperson for the DNC. So that's what they say. Get this. There's some concern within the party that the Hunter Biden storylines are creating a distraction from Trump's character and the substantive policy issues the president's team believes will ultimately decide the election. So what is this? This is another form of, it's the messaging. We're just not getting our message out. That's the problem. You see, all of the distraction of Hunter Biden, it's not letting us get our message out. If people just knew how awesome we are, you would vote for us. Duh. All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com.
Uh, Going over this piece at NBC News, talking about Joe Biden's brand, how it's being tested like never before. Well, that's one of the problems, you know, when you're the vice president to a popular president like Barack Obama, everybody loves him, everybody meaning like the media, but like everybody was like, oh, yeah, Obama, Obama, and then, yeah, whatever, Joe Biden. And then Hillary loses, and then it's like, oh, crap, we need somebody, and then Joe's like, this is my chance. The problem was he had he had built up the infrastructure for the influence peddling racket to provide for him and the family when they had no more income. And it seems like they were engaged in it even before he left office. So I don't know why these House committees would not be looking to bring in Tony Bobolinsky, who came forward with his information, which, like, the Senate committee had confirmed the details back in 2020. So, like, I would bring him back, sure. Republicans and news organizations, according to NBC News, have not found evidence that Biden received money from any of Hunter Biden's business relationships. See, so now there's your new goalpost. In case you were wondering where it's where it was going to get moved to, where the shift was going to land, here it is. First, it was he knew nothing, nothing about any of the business, nothing that Hunter was doing had any connection. Remember, originally he was like, Hunter Biden, who's that guy? No, he was like, no, I'm just kidding. He ne- he never, no, he never said he didn't know who Hunter Biden, that was his granddaughter. He didn't, right, he's, but that's now part of the brand problem too, because here's this quote family guy that refused to acknowledge the existence of his granddaughter until like a minute ago when he was shamed into doing so. Um, but originally the story was the response was from Joe Biden was that he never talked to his son about business. I said at the time that was garbage. That is illogical. Of course, you would talk to your son about business, particularly when you let him ride on Air Force Two to go overseas so we can have business meetings. Of course, you're going to ask him about business, even if it's something as innocuous as, hey, how's business? Right. What father who loves his son wouldn't ask, particularly if you know your son is addicted to crack cocaine, why wouldn't you ask your son, hey, who are you meeting with over here in China? Well, like, what, what, why are you tagging along on these trips to, to Ukraine? What's up with that, Hunter? No, you can't ditch Secret Service while you're partying in town. Like, of, like do you love your son? Are you checking in on him and all of that. That's what I mean. It never made sense, that that line. But it made sense to media that was looking to propel him into the White House because orange man bad. So uh, that never made sense. They've shifted from that. They then went to, uh, okay, fine. Okay, yes, maybe they, they, they talked about business, but he wasn't in business with Hunter Biden. He wasn't in business. And now you've got NBC News, and I guess this is them given a a test drive to the new uh, narrative, which is that they don't have any evidence that Biden got money from Hunter Biden's business relationships. And part of the problem there is that you got to get all the bank records, which, by the way, House committees are doing. Yeah, they're doing that. And they're lining up the transactions and the deposits with all the LLCs because they have the laptop. In 2019, Joe Biden wrote on Twitter, 
Quote, I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And then here's what uh, NBC News, listen to this. They say, uh, late last month, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre shifted that stance. She shifted the stance amid revelations that House Republicans had uncovered evidence that Hunter Biden talked to his dad while meeting with business associates. So here's what Corinne had to say. Quote, the president was never in business with his son. And this is what NBC News frames it as. They say she recalibrated the White House response. (laughs) She recalibrated it. (laughs) So they're lying. They're backpedaling. They're coming up there. Look, they're not just they can peddle influence and backs with equal aplomb. They look, this is them trying to cover the lie. This is the cover up. Last week, Devon Archer, who was one of Hunter Biden's business partners, testified in a closed session before the House Oversight Committee about the importance of the Biden brand, specifically Hunter Biden's proximity to his father in securing and maintaining business. Indeed, the power of the Biden name likely helped Hunter Biden at nearly every turn of his career. (gasps) Really? The Biden name helped Hunter Biden? That's crazy. I mean, okay, fine. It landed him a consulting gig for MBNA, a Delaware-based bank that, like, funded Joe Biden's entire political career. Oh, and lobbied Congress while his dad was a senator. Oh, also, remember, he got an appointment to Amtrak's board, knowing all of the stuff he does about trains and such. That was done by W. Um, Oh, and remember, also, uh, he got into Yale with the help of Bill Clinton, making some phone calls for him. Devin Archer recounted two dinners with Hunter Biden's foreign associates that Joe Biden attended at a Washington, D.C. restaurant when he was Veep. No, no, Joe didn't benefit at all. I'm sure we'll never find any information that any of the three houses that he owns. Is it three houses now? All in the state of Delaware. I'm sure. Yeah, there's no evidence. He, he made all of that just as a senator. I'm sure. Thank <laughs> you.